Are you ready? Are you ready? For a podcast hosted by George T. Who the hell are you? I am the movie geek. Who are you? I am the movie geek. You are such a geek. (laughs) And now, on with the show. It's time! It's showtime. It's showtime. Welcome to another edition of the Movie Geek Podcast. My name is George Dedino, and if you've come back for the second episode, thank you very much. And hopefully this will be a lot better, and we will get better and better as we go along. But you can always tell me how you liked it. It's the classic! Well, thank you. I don't, I'm not sure about that, but thank you, Gus Johnson. He has one of the greatest voices I've ever heard. Anyway, on this podcast, we will talk a couple of movie reviews, and we will also talk about the Critics' Choice, and we'll also talk about the Emmys as well, So, and some other things. So let's get started. Grab your popcorn and get ready. As I said on the last episode, we were going to discuss a few movie reviews. Godzilla Minus One was one of them, and... It was a decent movie. I would say about a three out of five stars. Uh, the storyline, of course, is Godzilla uh, trashing Tokyo and all that other stuff. I mean, you know, homage to the original uh, Black and Whites. Uh, this character of Godzilla was uh, man-made. Uh, you will notice that the CGI is very basic. Uh, he stands very human-like. And uh, it, it clashed very well with uh, the entire movie. So it was really, really good uh, in that regard. The story, again, uh, not as good as it could be. The two main characters, um, you know, their story and how they came together, um, you know, I mean, it was a Godzilla movie. What do you want? Now, on to. Wonka and this movie uh, definitely gets four out of five stars for me. Uh, Timothy Chalamet was amazing as Willy Wonka trying to take on the candy cartels and it was kind of uh, whimsical obviously musical uh, it was funny uh, the chief of police was working for the candy cartels who were trying to take him down and the chief of police played by Keegan Michael Key definitely stole the show. Uh, he was absolutely brilliant in this film, and just it was a wonderful cast, and it was a really good film for everyone. I definitely would say, definitely go and see this movie, or definitely buy it on DVD. And I know DVDs are kind of out now; nobody really wants to sell them anymore, but. And I know in this digital age, everybody has a streaming service. I have a bunch, but I would buy this as a physical disc. I have a ton of physical discs, and I don't care about if it's streaming or not. I would pop this in and watch it anytime. I will be doing more reviews as time goes on, as 
as well. So I have social media, uh, only an Instagram and a YouTube channel. My Instagram handle, if you wanted to DM me any suggestions or any comments as far as my reviews are concerned or any suggestions, my Instagram handle is G-O-T-E-D-3. G-O-T-E-D-3 on Instagram. All right, on to the Emmys and the Critics' Choice Awards. Now, a lot of these categories overlap, so uh, bear with me on this as I go through some of the major awards in in TV and movies. And like I said, you're going to hear a lot of the same movies over and over again, same shows and a lot of the same actors over and over and over again. All right, so we look at the Critics' Choice Award. Obviously, Oppenheimer was the best picture at the Golden Globes and also Critics' Choice. Uh, Paul Giamatti with the Best Actor in a Comedy. Emma Stone was Best Actress in a Comedy for Poor Things. Robert Downey Jr. was Best Supporting Actor for Oppenheimer. Divine Joy Randolph was Best Supporting Actress for Holdovers. Oppenheimer also won Best Ensemble Acting. I don't have any issue with that at all. Robert Downey Jr. and Calvin Murphy and Emily Blunt. Fiona Pugh and Gary Oldman also in this film. Uh, Also, Christopher Nolan was Best Director. Obviously, he has done so many movies. If I wrote a movie, and not saying that I have, but I would want Christopher Nolan to do my my choice as best director uh barbie did win uh for original screenplay greta Ger- uh, gerving with uh an amazing you know idea i i know i wasn't a big fan of the uh, the movie uh but it's not because it's not original it, it definitely was original it just wasn't my kind of cup of tea that's all and no nobody come after me because oh my god barbie was like amazing and mm, no it wasn't um but it did also win best comedy which does surprise me because the holdovers won all the major acting awards, but yet could not win best comedy movie. Um, moving on. Uh, best animated film definitely by far was Spider-Man Across the Spideyverse. This whole franchise by Sony actually is the most amazing Marvel thing they've ever done. Uh, so stick with the animation and give back the live version actors back to marvel cinematic universe please for the love of god all right on to the tv side of things and we're going to cross over with the emmys and the critics choice part of this because you're going to see the same people all right so succession bear and the beef was the three big winners in both shows we have succession which is on max winning for best drama the best actor award goes to Kieran Culkin, Macaulay's little brother. Best Actress, Sarah Snook. Next is the limited series, Beef, which is on Netflix. Steven Yen was the best actor. He is famous for being a Glenn on The Walking Dead. Uh, I met him in Boston, and I told him that I wasn't sure he was going to make it uh, through Negan's bat, and, you know, his nine lives had kind of run out after he got under the dumpster and everything else, uh, and obviously he met his fate but and Ali Wong was best actress also for that series Uh, so a great cast uh, a good show I have not finished it yet uh, but it is a very good show now the bear won for major comedy uh, best comedy best comedy actor Jeremy Allen White and best actress 
Aya Edeber. Sorry if I screwed up your name because I am bad at butchering names, so bear with me on that. Uh, the only thing with the Emmys is the lead actress in a comedy went to uh, Juanita Brunson from Abbott Elementary. So that's the only difference, uh, but the bear, succession, and beef cleaned up in both. So that is pretty much my take on this. I, again, I'm not a big uh, TV guy. I do watch shows. Uh, I will list off my top 10 very soon, but TV, I have to really, really get into a show uh, for me to like it. And it's not often that I can do that because I would much rather watch a movie. This is the Movie Geek Podcast. Why would I be a movie geek if I didn't want to watch a movie first? All right, so now on to what is coming out soon that I'm looking forward to. Uh, True Detective night country on mac jodie foster as the lead detective how can he go wrong in this show so i definitely am going to be watching this the walking dead returns with the ones who live this is the rick and michonne series we have gone through uh the daryl dixon series uh overseas uh which was a really good uh, series also dead city with Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohan. Uh, that was a very interesting series, how they put them two together. Bitter enemies still, but they are cohorts in this. And Negan is Negan, and Maggie is Maggie. And I am surprised that they are still somewhat best frenemies. That's the best way I can say it. Uh, so or season two will be a very interesting uh, season that I'm looking forward to as well if if they do release it but we have not seen rick or michonne in a very long time especially uh rick who was gone uh i want to say seven years seven or eight years uh there was a six year time jump after he was pronounced dead uh, so i want to say the series went on another uh, year or two after so i would say he's been gone seven or eight years i am definitely looking forward to seeing why rick has never been able to return and how Michonne is going to uh, reunite with him. So that I'm looking forward to. Also the TV series of Fallout. Now this is a TV show based on a game. It is going to be on Prime Video April 12th. Uh, also another series that is coming out based on a video game. And the trailer looks amazing. I have never played this game. Uh, it is called Halo. Uh, the trailer looks amazing and it is going to be on paramount plus so definitely looking forward to that now on to a few to be determined dates we have from marvel we have agatha and the darkhold diaries it says late 2024 could be early 2025 we are not entirely sure but agatha was it will be a spin-off of wandavision agatha was a very interesting character in the wandavision series so I'm looking forward to seeing what her angle or how she becomes part of the MCU uh, going forward. Uh, we still don't even know if Wanda is still alive, even though there are confirmed movie suggestions that she will be a part of the MCU going forward. Also, Daredevil Born Again. Also, maybe in middle of 2024, maybe early 2025, not sure yet on this. But obviously, Daredevil is back, and this will be based off of his character from uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, definitely looking forward to this. Their TV shows have been really, really good, and the movies haven't been so good, and I wish that would not continue. So I'm 
hoping that this year's Marvel movies will be as good as the TV shows themselves. Now, because I'm a big Star Wars geek, there are two shows that are in production or are going to be coming out very, very soon. The Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, all to be determined. This Skeleton Crew at least has a trailer out already. Uh, it takes place between or during the Mandalorian timeline. So it's in between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Also coming out for Star Wars is Bad Batch Season 3, uh, Another Tales of the Jedi, and Andor Season 2. Now, I must say, I really didn't like Andor Season 1. Uh, I'm not sure why. I have really liked all of Star Wars movies and stuff. I just did not get involved with Andor. Also, Ahsoka Season 2 is coming out as well in 2025 i believe uh, that is in the works uh, mandalorian season four is i believe no longer i think it's going to be taken over by ahsoka so don't be looking for a mandalorian season uh, i think you'll see the mandalorian in ahsoka i think that was what uh, the rumor has been or there's going to be some kind of a movie. So I will give more details when uh, that comes out. Now on to my top 10 TV shows of all time. Everybody's got their favorites and you don't have to like mine. So here we go. Sopranos is number 10 for me. I am Italian so I love the Sopranos. Uh, number 9, All in the Family. Archie Bunker was a really great character back in my day uh, i know probably it would be censored or he wouldn't be on tv right now for a lot of the things that he said and got away with uh, back in the day but again a really really good series uh twilight zone is number eight uh there's a marathon every year on the sci-fi channel uh, for new year's and I believe 4th of July. There's a lot of great episodes in there, and Rod Sterling was amazing. Battlestar Galactica, the original Battlestar Galactica, mind you, that was one of my all-time favorites. I used to come home on Fridays, watch Battlestar Galactica and Buck Rogers back-to-back. -back. That was my Friday nights. I think V also came out on Friday night after when, that, uh, when Battlestar Galactica and... Uh, Buck Rogers were on their way out. Uh, Schitt's Creek is number five, is number six on my list. What an amazing cast. What an amazing series. Uh, it is very hilarious. If you have not watched the show, I suggest you watch this show. Cheers is number five on my list. Cheers. Everybody knows your name. What an amazing cast as well. Funny. It takes place in Boston. I mean, why wouldn't I love that? I know I'm going to lose people on number four, which is Lost. I loved Lost, and I don't care who didn't. I know the ending was more anticlimactic than it should have been, but Lost was a great series. Number three, Stranger Things. This is going to end with this season, I believe, starting in 2025, and I'm looking to see how this ends. Uh, season four was absolutely amazing however the kids are no longer kids anymore so a time jump i believe is what they're reporting and so we'll see how this is going to end uh, some of the cast is also not coming back so i'm wondering how they're going to write them out uh, but as more 
stories come out about this, we will update you on this. Number two on my list is The Walking Dead. Uh, what can I say but zombie apocalypse storyline went on for a few seasons longer than it should have. And you're right, it probably did. But it couldn't have propelled the story otherwise. So there was a lot of criticism of the show as it got later on. Uh, we had also the spinoffs, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, which I was not a big fan of until Jenna Elfman and Lenny James joined the cast. Uh, I started watching it then. Uh, World Beyond only was two seasons. It was set up to probably what we're going to see with the Rick and Michonne episodes. I was a huge fan of the Dead City show. Also, the Daryl Dixon show uh, was very interesting as well. Uh, love Daryl's character. Norman Reedus plays Daryl so well. And thank you for the drum roll. Number one is The Blacklist. And I know that season 10 was probably very anticlimactic for a series that had its ups and downs. And what I mean by ups and downs is this show had lost its following. It kept moving time slots and it wound up in the Friday time slot and that is usually the kiss of death. But once it moved there after season eight, it survived two more seasons where Red spent the next two seasons trying to get all the answers and all the loose ends squared away before his death. Now, his death in the final episode was very anticlimactic for me. I was expecting something way more uh, powerful, um, but it is Raymond Reddington, so I guess that was the way they wanted him to go out. He was never fearful of anything and I guess dying at the hands of a bull, uh, being trampled like that, I guess that was him showing he wasn't afraid of anything and he really wasn't. But this series would not have lasted all 10 years on the air without Raymond Reddington played by James Spader. James Spader was Raymond Reddington. Nobody, and I mean nobody, could have played Raymond Reddington any better. You think Raymond Reddington, the first thing that's going to remind you of him is James Spader. When you think of James Spader, you're going to think of uh, Raymond Reddington. You're not going to think Stargate when he was younger or Boston Legal or any of those shows that he was on or any movies that he was in, but now you will think only of Raymond Reddington. James Spader was superb. All right, so what do you think of the list? I know there are so many other shows uh, that could have made this list, but again, I said this on the first episode, it is very difficult to sit down and make lists in the first place. Go ahead, try to make a list. Uh, it I, again, will repeat, it is very, very difficult to sit here and try to get a top 10. With that being said, if any one of you out there has a comment, suggestion, uh, show idea, you know, opinion on anything, uh, my social media footprint only is geoted3 at Instagram. Also, my YouTube channel, which is mostly uh, ghost hunting stuff on there, but I will have, uh, hopefully, the visual 
podcast very soon. It is GT3 underscore para underscore nerdy underscore dad. Yes, I'm a dad and I'm very nerdy, geeky, whatever you want to call me. So tune in next week. And again, thank you for listening. We're going to have an Oscar preview show. I will not do a prediction winner. I will just talk about them and then I will do a separate podcast with my predictions and maybe DraftKings will be right this time. Last year, I was thinking about uh, voting on the Oscar awards and I actually would have done pretty well. So I'm hoping maybe this year I will do that. Maybe a DraftKings sponsorship. I mean, you know, what? Um, so also any uh, movies I review as well. There's some movies that I want to watch. Uh, this week so I'm hoping that I'll be able to do that and I can also review them for you so until next time again thank you very much my name is George Tadino and I am the movie geek you like that baby let him know where I came from yeah see you next time bye waiting for you goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye hasta la vista baby that's all folks